Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, a weekly podcast reviewing games from the Game Pass collection, bringing you three unique perspectives from a varying skill range. I am your hardcore gamer host, Andrew, with me, our experienced gamer who still can't quite figure it out, Keith. Hello. And of course, our resident noob and my wonderful wife, Liz. Hey guys. And this week was my pick, and I picked Gears 5 by Coalition Studios which the original Gears of War series, which is by Epic Games, which of course now do Fortnite, but Coalition Studios now took over the franchise and started doing the Gear series. So some of you are probably wondering, why would I pick Gears 5 when all the other Gear games are in Game Pass? Well, Keith, to answer your dumb question, I picked <laughs> it because I figured it would be interesting to get from your perspectives because Keith has played a little bit of Gears and Liz, mm-hmm. of course, has played none of them. So I thought it would be interesting to kind of pick a game that's a little bit farther in the series and see, is this accessible to you guys? Do you guys care at all? Or was this not for you? So going around real quick, uh, I'll start off. This game was a definite game for me. I've been a big fan of the Gears series. I've been playing since Gears of War 1, and I really enjoy the series. I think it's a lot of fun. So I was super excited to see that day one. Well, not even day one. It came out three days early, if you had the ultimate, which I do. So playing Gears 5... Three days early? That's a sweet deal. So yeah, this is a huge game for me. Yeah, I definitely think in terms of a win for Game Pass, first of all, yeah. I think that's an easy one because, like you said, out three days earlier if you got the ultimate. But uh, I liked it. I I think it's a great game. I don't know if it's a personal game for me. But I don't have anything bad to say about it, really. Um, I'm going to give it a game. It's one of those games I find really intimidating and that I definitely prefer playing with you guys. Like, even the campaign, I prefer playing with you. But it's also, like, my own laziness because I know that you'll do, like, you know, the majority of, like, the the hard stuff. But, yeah, I'm still going to give the game. All right. So this episode we're going to do a little different. I figured this episode we're going to kind of go through each of the game modes because this is a very large game. And this game has four different game modes. It has the campaign, it has the versus mode, it has the horde mode, and it has the new escape mode. So I thought it'd be kind of interesting to kind of talk about each one of these and which one you guys thought of. But the big thing that I've always loved about the Gear series is, of course, the campaign. I do enjoy multiplayer, but I don't, the campaign, I always, I always did enjoy the story. So this game is called Gears 5, when the first three are called Gears of War, which a lot of people are upset that they changed the name, but I think it makes sense. Because they're kind of their own separate game, but in the same universe. And it's done by a different studio, but it's still obviously the same characters. So, I mean, I'm all for the name change. But, coming from you guys, who have never really played any of these games much, did you guys find the story interesting at all? Did you follow along with it? I guess a quick synopsis of the story is, this is on a different humanoid-type planet called Sarah, where humans have lived on this planet for a while, and then all of a sudden a alien race has been living underneath the humans' feet for so long that they decided to come up and fight and take over the planet and just try to wipe out all the humans. But that race ended up dying off, and now a new form of aliens have come out, known as the Swarm, who are now coming back and trying to basically finish the fight that the Locust first started. So you are playing a ragtag group of people named Delta Squad, who are basically just trying to keep humanity afloat practically well obviously dealing with their own problems now did you guys find any of the characters enjoyable at all oh yeah i mean i liked the way that the characters were built i think as far as the way the campaign was from what i got through it um 
I liked it a lot. I think the storytelling was done well. The cutscenes are gorgeous. Uh, but I will say I felt very disconnected from it. And I think that stems from the fact that I've never really gone into the Gears family or the Gears stories, I guess. See, it made me want to know more of the story. Like, I'm actually like kind of intrigued. Like, I could totally see myself like go like starting at the beginning. Well, maybe because, like I said, I find these games kind of intimidating. But I also really like the characters. I really loved Dell and Jack. Jack's the robot, right? And um, Foz. I am so bad with names, but I recognize the voice actor of that. But yeah, I just thought like the banter and yeah, the banter in this game is great. Yeah, and just like the their their relationships and stuff. Like I thought it was so well done. It's not just like oh, they're like a ragtag group just getting together. It's like I feel like they actually put thought into the relationships, into the dialogue, into the story. So for me, I was kind of bummed that I didn't know the rest of it. So I I actually kind of liked it. Yeah, I can I can see you're coming from Liz actually in. Like, the dialogue was great because it was funny, but it wasn't slapstick. Like, it was just dry enough that it gets... It was cheeky. Well, imperfect enough in, like you said, it's this quote-unquote ragtag group here to save the world. And, you know, just enough to realize how crappy our situation is. Let's make a little bit light of it, but not over the top. Like, I think you made that comment in Full Metal Fury. Like, it was too aggressive in your face funny. Different game, but, you know. Yeah. I think it's interesting, like, how this game has evolved. So since I've, I've played the Gears series, well, the Gears of War series, and when this game first came out, it was literally, like, the most bro game. It was always just these super strong dudes just chainsawing people and, you know, destroying buildings. Like, it was just, like, the most, like, typical action. It was basically an action movie just in a game. And so, like, the dialogue was always super cheesy. And it was just unnecessary explosions. But the game has now evolved to, like, these really kind of interesting characters and really, like, I love the dynamic of everyone. Like, they now obviously have more strong female leads in this game. They now have more kind of banter with each other. There's even a good amount of conflict with each other, which there wasn't even much in the Gears of War series. There was just the same four guys that are basically brothers for life kind of thing. But I just love the evolution of this game that this game has gone through. I also think it's interesting that, as Liz mentioned, Jack the Robot, he has progressively become more of a character as the game's gone on. Like in the first Gears of War, it literally was an invisible robot that would appear for half a second, open a door, then just disappear. And then like Gears 2, it would actually like appear in cutscenes. And then like Gear 3, it actually like showed up more. And now it's a full-fledged character. So I just think it's funny that this robot literally has just kind of become more visible. But now it's actually like... An interesting character, and it, it has, like, kind of emotions and stuff. It reminded me of Wally, the uh, Pixar movie character. I thought... Oh, or yeah, Johnny yeah. Five. Yeah, <laughs> or Johnny Five. Well, Johnny Five actually spoke. Jack doesn't. No, that's true, but, I mean, that's why I love Dell, because he just, like, always stuck up for Jack, you know? The girl, you know... She I, has a reason she hates robots. I know, but I also thought it was weird, too, when, when I first started playing the game, and I obviously didn't finish the, um, the campaign, but... Uh, I thought that JD was going to be the main character, and then all of a sudden I started focusing on the female character, yeah, who's well, having Gears... all the flashbacks. So, well, as like someone who hasn't like seen the other games, I was surprised that they all of a sudden they went in a different direction. Yeah, because in Gears Four, it definitely felt like they were grooming JD to be the main character. 
because JD is the son of Marcus Phoenix, who was the main character of the Gears of War series, so the first three. So everyone always assumed, like, oh, okay, it's just passing of the torch, here's the new squad. But then, it, yeah, in this game, it shifts, and it makes Kate the new character. Because even teased at the beginning that you're playing JD, but then it's like, nope, you're not playing him anymore. I think that they also needed Jack, Dell, and Foz because... I feel like the main character, like, I hate when, like, characters are, like, too brooding and, like, woe is me. And obviously she has a reason to be woe is me, you know what I mean? Yeah. But but for me, I definitely think that if they didn't have these funny characters, I wouldn't have been interested. Like, they make the game for me. Yeah, see, I, I mean, I guess it's funny because I was not surprised or I was waiting for Kate to come in sooner, I guess, because of the commercials. <laughs> so, oh that's true they, they show so many of them and the commercials sell this game pretty well i will say i think the commercials are, are awful <laughs> every time they get, i see the commercials i always go what the heck luckily i know they what the get game repetitive is. that's what i think is the issue i think for someone who doesn't know what the gears games are those commercials tell you nothing it's I just literally think a woman the theme song. on like yeah it's like no it's not even a theme song it's like oh sorry but the song for the commercial whenever you i like I think of the game. I think of that song. Yeah. I'm like, oh, get out of my head. And the commercial is usually her writing the skiff, which is kind of a small part of the game. Well, it's a decent part of the game, but it's just like that doesn't tell you anything about this game. No, <laughs> I, I get it, but I commercials. At the same time, everything in the commercial showed them or showed her, so yeah. I kind of had an idea that she was going to be a main character in it, if not yeah, the and main she's character. The main face it, in the cover you know, box, too. Yeah, exactly. So I, from that perspective, I guess I did. And again, not knowing anything about who JD was or whatever, but I I did like Dell a lot. I thought he was pretty funny. I also really liked the multiplayer on the campaign because I think it was Monster Hunter that I, yeah. I complained about it a lot because the cutscenes you couldn't watch with other people and it just didn't have flow. And this game, I thought, was amazing with that. Oh, yeah. So, like, because I like how you bring this point up, Liz. So, when you're playing the campaign, Kate has having a lot of, like, kind of mental issues. And she kind of has these flashbacks. So, if you're playing the character who's playing Kate, you're getting to see these flashbacks. But I think it's a really nice touch. If you're playing the other characters, you actually just see Kate, like, freaking out. And you just, you don't see anything. And I loved that they did that. It really makes the game flow. And, like, it feels really cool. Because I think it's funny, like, when I was playing with you, Keith, I was playing Kate... So I was getting this flashback, and you like you were kind of like making fun of me, like, "Oh, what are these weird noises you're making?" But then when I played with Liz, I was playing that character that you were, and I understood kind of why you were making jokes about it because yeah, it actually has sense. like this video, and it's it's actually really cool how they did that. All it's right. amazing how many times you have to replay scenes because you play with me, Keith. <laughs> I know. Why could you all just get on at the same <laughs> you time? Just, like have these like memorized. Sorry. <laughs> Making me play extra video games. How dare you guys? Yeah, so I think the production value in this game is just phenomenal. Like, this is... I feel like every kind of generation, there's always a game that people get to flex like their strength of their console or their computer. And I think this is the current game because it is stunningly gorgeous. Like, right off the get-go, they put you in like a jungle in a cave kind of area. And it is just beautiful, like how the sun is, the reflection of the waves... Everything in it was just gorgeous. Every part of this game has like different biomes and they just, they are all so incredibly distinct and just gorgeous because you go from the jungles to like an Arctic to like this really cool red sand desert. It's just everything in this game is just stunning. If you have a 4K TV and an Xbox X, like you got to play this game just to at least 
have your eyes cry. I feel like <laughs> it's also like just complicated enough too. So, because obviously, if you're playing by yourself, you're also managing the robot as well. Like he'll like do like the flash bomb thing and things like that. And I mean, for me, it was a little tricky, but I could figure it out. This is what I meant earlier when I said they like playing with other people because. I don't like having to deal with that stuff <laughs> or like picking the... I hate having to work. Yeah, when you like pick up the components and stuff. But so for me, I think that it's like, it's a little tricky for someone like me, but I actually kind of like that it has like complicated features. But you know what? I, I don't think we talked about this. It, the actual best part of the campaign multiplayer is the way that you can different or you can select different difficulties. So yeah. Andrew could play on like a harder difficulty I, along with Liz, because, again, I don't have a lot of background with these games, I was playing on beginner. I think, Liz, you were playing on beginner or whatever they call it. Yeah. But Andrew didn't have to be held by back by that. And so it's such a good feature that I think this game encourages you to play with your friends. And that's what makes it a really great game, in my opinion, for sure. And, yeah, from a campaign perspective, you just don't see that, except, I guess, Borderlands is kind of one-upping them. <laughs> Well, Borderlands is just due to scaling. This is true. This was amazing. I was not expecting this from the game that you could have different difficulties because that's what I was afraid of too. I'm like, oh, this could be kind of boring for me. Like, I'm just going to plow through everything because I know the mechanics. I know how this game works. And but then I saw I could change my difficulty. It's like that is awesome. I could actually play on my skill level. And I mean, I've been seeing this game's been getting like crazy praise for how accessible it is. And I totally understand why. And this is also why I picked this game because I wanted to see how it is for you guys. But not even just for difficulty wise, like the game has been like fully adapted for people with disabilities. So as a good amount of people may know, Microsoft has a adaptive controller that's meant for people with disabilities. And this is one of the games that they purposely like catered to like work with the adaptive controller. And it's great for like colorblind, reducing gore, reducing language. Yeah. Having the difficulty for different people. Like it's just made for basically anyone, which I think is really interesting because this game is generally a super M rated game. Because you're chainsawing people and stuff like that. But you can actually reduce a lot of that stuff. And I think that's really cool. Granted, you're probably still not going to have like an 8-year-old kid play it. But it's still pretty violent. But it at least is like better. No, and I actually did see that in the controller settings. The, the like the adaptive settings. Which like you like we were mentioning with the controller. So I, I think that's actually really cool. I didn't know they really kind of tailored it to play well with that controller. So that's I think very cool. And to your point, I, I fully agree that... This game is just, yeah, it's super accessible, and even though, like I said, I don't love it just for myself personally, I, I st- it's still good. I have nothing bad to say about it. <laughs> it's so, I don't know. So this game is a third-person cover-based shooter, which I feel like there's there's generally not too many games that pull it off really well. Like, you got you got a handful there. Like, recently we played The Division 2, which is is like that. But I feel like, as far as I can remember, like this is a game that I felt like was the first one to really kind of master it. And how did you guys enjoy the gameplay style? Because I know before, like I felt like in the first one, it first kind of got me a little bored. Because I felt like it was literally just hide and go seek. Like, you knew where the enemy was, the enemy knew where you were. And then as soon as they peeked up, you could peek up and shoot them, and it was just kind of slow. But now the enemies are a lot more adaptive, trying to flank and trying to like get around you and stuff. And you have different enemies that will just charge you. How did you guys enjoy the gameplay with the actual cover-based shooting? So I'm definitely, I'll jump in first, I guess, just because I, like you said, we I played The Division 2 a bunch, so probably other games, I guess, along the way. But I'm, I'm very familiar with cover-based shooters, so... They're kind of few and far between. They are, but I, I actually, I felt like this played a lot like The Division 2, in that, like, 
to your point, they were flaking a lot. They had a lot coming at you. It wasn't just hide, shoot, hide, shoot, hide, shoot. And it, it did make it feel a lot more dynamic, I guess. Yeah, I agree. I, I For me, it was difficult with, like, the mechanics of it. Like, I thought the tutorial was amazing. But even after doing the tutorial, I still, like, the, the gameplay was a bit tricky. I would accidentally do stuff. Or I would, like, forget how to do something if I went, like, too long without playing in the game. But I actually, like, really liked it. Like, when you, like, hide behind something, and, like, sometimes I'd, like, try to, like, jump to the next one, I'd be like, oh, wait, I did that wrong. <laughs> and it kind of made it, like, fun like fun and funny. But I really liked it. One of my favorite mechanics of the Gear series, and I love that they keep going with it, they never, they never really change it, which I think is great because why fix something that isn't broke? And that is the active reloading. I never see that in the game, and I feel like this game just does it it's, it's a lot of fun because, I mean, you reload in every game. It's just something that's so basic. But in this one, it actually shows a bar, and if you hit it within the gray, you reload faster. If you hit it within the white, you actually get a slight damage boost. It's like 25% extra damage, and then, of course, you reload faster. But if you screw it up, your gun jams, and it takes longer for you to reload. I always love this mechanic. Since I've been playing the Gear series, I've just kind of mastered a good amount of the guns where it's just like, all right, I know how long I need to wait to kind of get this reload off. But... Obviously, with different guns, they have different times as to when you need to reload. Did you guys ever use this feature? I don't notice things like that, to be honest. <laughs> so you just let yeah. it auto-reload on its own? Yeah, I mean, there were a couple times I did reload, but it was usually, like, after it already beaten the enemies, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I can reload, like, <laughs> when, it wasn't, when it wasn't necessary. But, yeah, I completely forgot about reloading. I just let it do it by itself. See, I'm in the middle, probably, because I would remember it pretty often, I would, or I should say, I forgot it a lot. But when I did, it's a cool feature. Like, I think it's a nice thing, but I like that, at least maybe because I was playing on beginner difficulty too, most of the game. I don't feel like it penalized me that much for not. And so that I liked a lot. Yeah, I mean, it only really penalized you if you tried to do it and you screwed up. If you just let it run its course, it was still a decent like speed for reloading, which I liked. It wasn't anything like nail-biting, like, oh, if I miss this, I'm going to die. But I always loved it. It was just a new kind of gameplay mechanic that I think is just fun. Simple but fun. Yeah, I don't hate it. I'm a, but I, I think I forgot about it more than often. But another thing I really liked about the campaign that has always been kind of a, another staple with the Gear series. I don't know if you guys really looked into it. But the Gear series always does a fantastic job with Easter eggs. And I only saw like a handful that were discovered. And they're generally really fun. Like I remember Gears 3? You got a boom shot that I think shot like UFOs, and like so far in this one, and the very first level, you can get a fish, uh, a fish stick, and basically use it as a melee weapon. So this game actually has a lot of fun Easter eggs, which I think are. I always enjoy Easter eggs in games. They're always just kind of a fun thing to look at, and it's always enjoyable to see kind of the humor of the studio. I definitely don't think I noticed any of those. I didn't either. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, you got to dig into them. They're not like super in your face that like uh, Borderlands kind of does. Where they're clearly yeah. making a Game of Thrones reference and stuff like that. Like, you really kind of got to look. But I think they're just a lot of fun. I say probably because I don't know the game either. I don't know to look for that stuff. So moving on from the campaign, the next mode I wanted to ask you guys about is what did you guys think of the Horde game mode? So the Horde game mode first came out in, I do believe, Gears of War 2. And it's just been something they've constantly been building and like evolving. And 
I really like where it's gone. And I don't feel like this the horde mode has changed too much from, from Gears 4. But, I mean, once again, like, I didn't think it, there needed to be too much to change on it. And this one, they now added, like, special characters that you level up and they have ultimates. And so you're kind of working more, like, building a certain class. I mean, did you guys find the horde mode interesting at all? I had a lot of fun with it. I mean, I didn't play a ton of it but it's something i would definitely come back to it's really the only experience i had playing the old gears games or gears of war games whatever the right way to say it is but i i used to play those I, again probably around gears 3 or so i think that's around when i got my 360 the first time but yeah i like it i like those styles of games really just in general it, i know it's not a tower defense but it kind it, of is yeah because i mean you're building fortifications and stuff yeah, so it, it kind of has that feeling to me, and like there's a ton of games out there on Xbox that are kind of like that, or third-person shooter slash turret building, so I like the style. I think it's a lot of fun. The only one that I didn't really play, I actually watched videos of it, and because I, I wasn't going to play with either of you, so I was like, oh, let's see like how you actually play it, and for me, I, I, I didn't think that I'd really enjoy it like i was watching other people play and like the skill levels and all that kind of stuff i don't i don't know it just wasn't for me i love the other two but this one i just like i didn't even have any interest in playing it which it's i think it's a lot of people's favorite too so that's why it's kind of surprising so i do apologize i guess i probably should explain to people who aren't aware of what horror mode is so basically, you are a team of five, and you are defending a device called a fabricator, which is essentially your portable base that lets you build fortifications, and you're essentially just surviving wave after wave of enemies, and you're just trying to see how far you can survive. And obviously, as waves go on, they get harder, then you have boss phases, then the enemies level up and get more health, and or they you pick up less ammo, but you're always trying to build these fortifications and just trying to see how long you can survive. So it requires a lot of coordination. And then with this game mode, as I said before, you're, you're picking a character that you're actually leveling up. And you can get these player cards that improve your character to kind of help you do these higher difficulties. So, apologize. I probably should have said that earlier. I know. I'm a terrible host. But I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, like I said, this horde mode I think is, is a lot of fun. I, I've always enjoyed the horde mode. I just think the biggest fault with it is that it's so long. Like, a basic game. So, like, we're obviously in no pro level. But a still, a, like, a good game of Horde is at least an hour. So it's not something you can kind of pop off quick and just be like, cool, let's just do this real quick for 15 minutes, guys, and do a round. It, you can't do that, and you can't really pick up, like, where you were. You always kind of got to start all over again, which is kind of frustrating. And it's also, But if your team dies, depending on the difficulty you're playing, you can, like, restart the wave and try to do it again. Like, oh, we screwed that up. Let's try to cover this side. So there is, like, a little bit of grace with it, but it can be brutally hard. But I, I really like the horde mode, and I really love this new like character dynamic dynamic they had with it. Because uh, at first I was confused because I was playing Marcus Phoenix, and I was like, oh, why can't I build into these turrets? Then I realized you need to be like an engineer. They can also repair the turrets, or you know. But his perk is that he can actually level himself up and do more damage, like spend the credits by doing that. So I really like the horde mode. I think it's like kind of a fun practice, especially to try some of the weapons. And you're also not getting yelled at by your teammates running out and getting sniped by someone i mean they can but you can easily get revived by your teammates which is nice yeah they get extra points for it too they can be mvp oh yeah that's true I, that's how i hit my marks uh but the thing that will piss your teammates off a lot is in versus mode which so as the title kind of explains it is the strictly the pvp setting which in this one they have an arcade mode which is kind of more 
friendly, which that's what we were mostly playing was the arcade mode. It's a lot more forgiving and you kind of get perks for even if you're losing, you still kind of can buy new weapons. But then of course they have the traditional ranked game mode, which is everyone has the same weapon, everyone's same playing field, like it's just strictly skill based. But we of course were playing the arcade mode in which, as you were saying, Liz, you were pleasantly surprised. Yeah, that one, I was really surprised it was my favorite. I mean, obviously, because like, we were in a party, so I I wasn't listening to what anybody else was saying. But I was surprised how much fun it was. And I also think, too, because, like, I mean, you, you can die over and over again. But you can also, like, for me, I was extra cautious that, you know, like, trying to, like, sneak around enemies and sneak up behind them so I wouldn't die over and over again and let the team down, you know? (laughs) But yeah, I just, for me, it was the most fun, and I was really surprised. I don't think I would, like I said before, I, I like playing with you guys, but I feel like for, like, online multiplayer and stuff, like, this is, like, one of my favorite experiences with it. I don't think you were ever last either. Like, the handful of rounds we played, I don't think you ever ended up last. You, you did pretty well. No, I really liked it as a whole. I thought it was a lot of fun. Really, again, like everything in this game so far that we've talked about, when I was playing with you guys, I think it's a lot more fun. There's just, I don't know, there's a fun dynamic to it. And like you said, we were playing on the arcade mode where there's really just not a lot of stress to it. So we were just having fun. And I don't know, like if I died or if any of us died, we just kind of laughed it off and kept going. So it, it was it was a good amount of fun. I really liked that. I liked being the Terminator woman. <laughs> Sarah Connor. Sarah Connor. That's oh, it. Yeah. I could think Connor, but I was like, what's her first name? Yeah, I, I liked playing her. I do always think it's interesting when games have like those weird crossovers like that. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Real connection to Terminator in Gears that I'm aware of. But it's kind of just interesting when they throw things like that in. Or educate me, Andrew. Well, for this one, I mean, there isn't really much like correlation with them. It's just Microsoft having fun. And I think this is absolutely... And I'm not opposed to that. I no, just I wasn't sure if I missed something. That's all. No. I mean, it's, it's just kind of a promotional thing since the new Terminator movie is coming out. They're like, cool, we'll throw it into a, a next Microsoft game. But with also that being said, you can see it with some of the other characters they have. So also, if you're a Game Pass Ultimate dis- subscriber, you also get two Spartans from the Fall of Reach series. So obviously, since Halo is a Microsoft studio, they added these two Spartans that you can actually play as. And they have their own different skills, but it's just really cool that they added Spartans. And then most recently, they added Dave Bautista, who is most famous for his recent role as Drax the Destroyer in Guardians of the Galaxy. But he's also, of course, a pro wrestler. But he is a huge fan of actually the Gear series, and there is soon to come out a Gears of War movie. And Dave Baptista really, really, really wants to play the main character, Marcus Phoenix, which I actually think he would be perfect for I think for that it role. would be great, yeah. Yeah, because so... The Coalition Studio, I don't think, has really much say in the movie, but to kind of thank him for being a fan of the game, they actually put him in as a skin as Marcus Phoenix. So they're basically saying, hey, if you don't get the part in the movie, you're playing Marcus Phoenix in our game, which I think is just like, a cool. lot of fun. That's just really cool. And it's it's free for anyone who plays, I think, uh, I think it might be up because I think it was like in September if you played the game, you got that skin for free. But yeah, they had him do voice lines and everything. So... I just love that they kind of have fun with this series. Some of the banners you can get, too, are other Microsoft properties. Like, they have a a Sea of Thieves banner you can get. You can get a Forza Horizon banner. Of course, a Halo banner. You can get... um, So many banners. I know. And so many other banners. I'm trying to (laughs) blank on them. But, yeah, like any other Microsoft properties, they just kind of have these fun banners with. So I like that they enjoy having fun with it. But also with that being said, though, 
for me, Versus has always been my least favorite game mode with the Gear series. Because for me, it's a very niche kind of playstyle, and I don't care for it. It requires a certain kind of skill where a lot of people do what's called wall bouncing, and it's just instead of actually running from place to place, you actually your character legitimately bounces, and you can actually move a lot like faster around the map by doing it. And of course, you're in cover doing that. But people would just do this wall bounce and then just shotgun, and that's it. That's basically the entire game. But luckily with this one, they did add this arcade mode, and I'm with you guys. I actually thought the arcade mode was a lot of fun. I did play a couple of rounds of the ranked, and ranked was fun. But once again, it's just basically shotguns and people bouncing around everywhere. And I just I don't have the patience for that. But I, I did really enjoy the arcade mode. But that thing being said, eh, it still may be my least favorite game mode in this in this game too. But it's much bigger improvement. But moving on to the last game mode, which is the new one that they announced at E3, which kind of caught everyone off by surprise. It's called Escape, which is another, another three-player co-op game where you're essentially put into the heart of an enemy base, given a pistol, very limited ammo, and you got to run away from this poisonous gas that's creeping in and slowly encompassing the base. So this game mode, I actually really liked. When I first heard it, I was just like, okay, it's just another three-player multiplayer game. But it's really unique because every week they come up with a new map. And so, of course, they have leaderboards and speed challenges that you can try to do and beat and try to get on top of the leaderboard. But not only that, you can actually create your own level and send it to your friends. The only stipulation is, though, you have to personally beat your own level for in order for it to be approved. But I think it's just interesting. Like, this game mode is kind of an essentially an unlimited thing. And I remember we talked about it with uh, Dead Cells a little bit about kind of creating your own stuff. I just love a game that lets people be creative. And I think the escape mode is... I thought it, it kept me on the edge of my seat. It was really kind of nerve-wracking trying to scrounge up ammo and you shoot one enemy and you're like, crap, this gun's empty. And you're then you're meleeing someone trying to steal his gun that only has 10 bullets. I enjoyed this game mode a lot. I don't know how you guys felt about it. Well, the first time that Andrew and I played together, uh, we were teamed up with a rando, and he just took all the ammo. And, and ran was, away from us. Yeah, and then ran away. <laughs> and it's just like, for me, like, obviously playing with with you two, it was like a lot of fun. And you could kind of like coordinate and stuff. And I'd be like, oh, I'm going to the room with all the ammo. Be right back. <laughs> um, but and also, your character supplies ammo too. Yeah, I picked a character. One of his yeah ultimate abilities lets you regenerate ammo teammates that were within like five feet. So yeah, I could quickly be like, everyone, quickly gather around me, and then we just sit there for a few seconds and generate ammo. Yeah, so that was really cool. And I like we talked about before, you can revive your teammates and stuff, and I think that was really useful in this game mode. Um, but I I really enjoyed it. I still think that. Maybe it's just because I was so surprised with the verses. That's why I loved it so much. But I'd say, like, this one was pretty close. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, see, I had a pretty similar experience where the first time I actually tried it, I went in by myself. So I had two random people that I was playing Oof. with. And I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> um, so I'm just running around. I, I mean, I figured out pretty quickly that, yes, ammo is limited. Uh <laughs> Everything was that very angry, <laughs> and that was my first experience with head rip off guy. It was real <laughs> scary, um, but yeah. Then I played it again with you guys, and uh, uh, there was a lot of times he tried to rip our heads off, and it happened a couple of times. But it just felt so nice to have some someone to back me up. Oh yeah, because you could actually yell at your teammates like, "Hey, he's grabbing me! Someone, please help me! Please help me!" <laughs> <laughs> don't let him rip my head off, please! Please don't yeah. let him rip my head off. 
but yeah, because like this game mode, you really do just need to be able to like talk with your teammates because the maps literally are mazes. Like there's branching paths, and if you are in a dead end, you got to run back. And if you're if you took too long, you're gonna be running into the smoke and taking damage and possibly dying. But the nice thing, at least about the game mode, is like there's a halfway point that saves you that lets you kind of like save a little bit. But anytime you die, it at least yeah bring you back to that save point. But that was my, kind of my frustrating part with this game mode is that the maps are relatively long, and there was one we were playing. We got to the end like two or three times, but you <laughs> fought one of those giant like berserkers, and it was just really difficult because you have no ammo. And this guy takes like a billion bullets. I know Liz kept trying to <laughs> melee him. He was like right around. I forgot just like, that I had another gun. <laughs> yeah. I was say, don't, and sh- you had a, a shotgun. shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like battling this guy forever. Like both me and Keith are done. We're like our last bullets. And Liz is like, oh wait, I got a shotgun. And just blast him in the face and kicks him out. <laughs> well, she kept stabbing him in me, the butt for like 20 minutes. Like obviously in the campaign you can have multiple guns. And for some reason I had it in my mind that I only had one for this. <laughs> And so, I mean, I think Ultimate I had, I think I had Again, um, two guns. When yeah. I, yeah. Just just another perfect example of Liz just gracefully stumbling through something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do have more than one gun. How nifty. I really like this game mode, but this is one that you really, really need to kind of play with people. So if you have a couple of friends to play with, I highly recommend Escape. Because it is like we were having a lot of fun just kind of joking around. And, it's stress-free. And, you don't really well, no, it's it's pretty stressful, but playing with friends, like, as long as you're not playing with friends that are yelling at you for being an idiot, it's pretty stress-free. But, but I feel like, for instance, like, Sea of Thieves, like, if you have, like, a boat full of treasure and you are you start getting attacked, then and someone's, like, goofing around, it's like, come on, man, get all the treasure. <laughs> but in a game like this, I mean, like, if you lose, like, yeah, it sucks, but you're not going to lose all your treasures. Uh, see, I thought it was opposite, because okay. it saved back a couple, like, a good handful of minutes, because the maps were kind of big. But, it, like, there was a couple times we were yelling at Keith, because he was running in the opposite direction. We're like, Keith, where are you? I'm being, my head's being ripped off. And you're like, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. See, I didn't even know who that, that I was. That doesn't sound like me. <laughs> I didn't even know who I was following. Oh, yeah, you're always observing. But usually, like, in games like this... Where I know, like, we have to get somewhere. I usually just follow somebody and yeah, hope that they know me. where they go. I didn't even know until following you half the time. I was like, this is either Andrew or Keith. I'm just going with it. So It's another person <laughs> on my team. Please direct me. Except for if there's anything to do with looting, then, like, I'll, like, venture off. I'll be like, I'm going to go to the room, guys, if I know where it is. But besides I that, know. I was just, like, following people around, hoping they would lead me to the right way. So, yeah, this, this game mode especially... This game in general is fantastic with friends, but this game mode in general, I would highly recommend playing with people. But luckily, since you're listening to this wonderful podcast, we do have an Xbox club called GBGB Pals. Please come join us. Uh, I personally would absolutely love to play anyone with this game. So if you're looking for someone to play Gears with you, you can definitely join our club. And if I'm on, which I'm on a good amount of times, you can send me an invite. I'll, I'll definitely join you. But we've definitely seen a lot of growth with this podcast. We, over a quarter of our downloads has happened within the past 30 days, so good amount of people out there are listening to us, which we greatly appreciate you all for listening, so please come join our club. We would love to play with you guys, but now I kind of want to ask some general questions with you guys. As most important, what was your guys' favorite weapon in this game? When this game first came out, I just felt like they had basic human machine gun, basic alien machine gun, you know, a couple explosive guns and a couple grenades, and like, that was it. But now the arsenal in this game is just really expansive because they've added like robot guns they've added the swarm guns they've added just numerous pistols numerous grenades numerous assault rifles 
And so this game just has a really big arsenal. Like, so out of all the guns, can you guys remember any of them that really kind of stood out for you? I kind of had my go-to, which were the Lancer guns. And I think, which is always a good one. Yeah, the reason why I love them so much is I love not having to worry about bullets so much. And that's one of the guns Or aiming. That, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I think the, like, the shotguns are actually really fun to use in this game. But I did have to be a lot more careful with bullets, and I just, like, I don't want to have to worry about it. Except for when you were Jack, you would always bring me bullets, which is very nice of you. <laughs> I also liked any of the, the big guns that didn't count against your gun inventory. Um, those were always fun to play around with. Oh, yeah. The the heavy-duty ones. So, yeah, I, I, I think that maybe the Lancer was probably my, my definitely my go-to. I would say, is it the Overkill? Yes, that's one of my oh, that's favorites. That's a good one. That's that's the one where you pull the trigger and it shoots. And then when you release it, it shoots again. Yeah, and it shoots again. It, again, you want to talk about an ammo burner? That yes. gun burns ammo, but uh, it's so fun. It was, it was take, cool. Feeling. It'll take down some pretty good bullets. I think that's actually the the shotgun Liz had when she didn't realize she had a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> then just melted the box. My favorite since the Gears of War series, like Gears One. It has always been the torque bow. Like, just something about a bow and arrow that shoots explosive bolts is just so satisfying. It also has just, like, the most kind of, like, satisfying noise. Like, when it charges, it does this charge noise. And then when it shoots, it's just tink! And then just blam! It's just, it's always been the most satisfying gun for me. And both single player and multiplayer. Multiplayer is a little harder to use because people can hear that wind-up shot from a mile away. So everyone just stays behind cover until you, where you have to shoot the bolt into a wall and just waste ammo. But in the multiplayer, I mostly liked the, this game, this gun came out, I think, in the last years, but the Marksa rifle, which is just yeah. like a semi-automatic rifle, I really like that one, because I'm not a huge sniper when it comes to multiplayer. Like, I'm not a huge, like, quick twitch shooter where I can just quickly pop behind cover and just pick someone's head off across the map. But at least with the Marksa, like, it's it's a rifle, so you can kind of, there's a little wiggle room with it, and I, I always loved it. I thought it was just powerful enough, but not too overpowering. Yeah, I liked it a lot. And honestly, I was the thing I liked, this is one of the things I liked about Versus, actually, was the fact that the maps didn't feel too big. No. So there's no room for real sniping, which I love because I'm just not a good sniper. <laughs> it's something I've just come to accept in my life at this point. Um, so I, I like that it's always kind of like medium range and, and the rifles felt really nice in multiplayer. Well, I felt like most maps generally have like a pivotal like sniper peak it's generally like either in the middle of the map or like on the side of the map but sure it's pretty easy to avoid if you know someone's there like oh, there's a sniper i'm gonna try to flank them so it was a good sniping spot but yeah there's always at least some way you never felt fully pinned down i never felt like i was being spawn killed like great i can't leave my area but i do agree with you keith that yeah Everything at least was like kind of close, and every weapon I felt viable multiplayer. But of course, there are kids out there that can just quickly pop from cover and just instantly hit you in the head. And what if they're adults? How do you know they're kids? I mean, because then they talk about having sex with my mom, and it hurts my feelings. <laughs> All right, now yeah, you think you're there. Not safe for work. <laughs> Fine, I'll put a warning on this episode, Keith. That'll make you happy. <laughs> Jeez, PG thirteen. My goodness. So, yeah, I think the weapons in this game, I think, overall, are just really diverse and interesting. Um, but another thing that I really liked about this game, too, which is kind of a weird thing to be praising about, is the profile that you have in this game. 
So your your profile actually has a certain level, which is mostly leveled up by playing multiplayer games. Like you don't get any experience from playing the campaign, even if you're playing with friends. But as you're leveling, you're just constantly given various cosmetics, whether it's weapon skins, banners, blood splatters, character skins. Um, but even too, when you're playing with certain friends, you actually gain like experience towards your friend. And after a certain while, you actually become allies with each other and you kind of get more bonuses with that. So I just loved kind of the small little details they kind of give you this game. I felt like every time you're doing something, you're constantly given like these little cosmetic rewards because you even have your daily challenges of your daily challenges, which would either make you play versus or escape or horde mode. And they would just be like, oh, survive 10 waves or kill a thousand enemies. And you would get these stars. And when you got enough stars, you actually got a ranking system that actually gave you more loot boxes. So every time you just kept playing any of the multiplayer games, you just kept getting more rewards, which is a fantastic feeling because it just keeps you going. And it's the same with the achievements. Like the achievements in this game, they're nothing like, oh, this is going to be a quick thousand game. But every chapter you beat, you're going to get achievement. Playing a little bit of the horror mode, you're going to start getting some achievements. Playing versus, you're getting achievements. This game just constantly drip feeds you rewards. And I absolutely love that. See, it's funny because I totally understand where you're coming from. I just don't think it's a game like I could work towards myself. I would just like I'd have to be playing with people to really just keep interested in it because that was the only way I ever really found this game fun. I didn't I didn't really care for it when I was playing by myself. I just plot along and do whatever I needed to do. But yeah, I think it's I think it's just a good game to play with friends, at least for me. No, I completely agree. (laughs) (laughs) Nice energy there, Liz. So, yeah. <laughs> so wrapping up a little bit here. So the big question I really wanted to ask you guys, was this game good enough on its own? Or like, did it make you want to play the other ones? Not really. I would say yes in a sense. No, it really didn't. I think I just think this is the best of it. Because at least from what I remember playing, because again, I never did play campaign. So if you're someone who's played all the other campaign, like, I don't know. But if you're picking it up right now, outside of campaign, I think you're just getting the best version of this game. See, I wanted to know more of the story, but like I said earlier, this is a game that I like playing with other people. So I don't really see myself going back and playing it, but I think it would be fun. But like I said, yeah, I'd want only want to play with you guys. So for me, I would at least highly, highly, highly recommend you at least play Gears 4. But... If you pick up either any of these games, you're like, this is a lot of fun. Since Game Pass is so great, it literally has all the gears. So it has Gears 1 Anniversary, which still holds up really well. Like, even though it's a game from 2006, it's still a lot of fun. And of course, with it being an anniversary edition, they upped the graphics up. And I actually played it a month ago, and I was still having a lot of fun with it. So I don't think it's fully necessary to play the Gears of War series. Because this game does give you a recap of what happened in Gears of War. But I do highly recommend you at least play Gears 4. Gears 4 was a really good game. And the campaign, I think the campaign was a little more interesting in that one. And once again, the graphics of that game is also fantastic. So yeah, you can play Gears 5 and not be totally lost because it does a good job recapping everything. But you got Game Pass, play Gears 4. Why not? It is a lot of fun. So getting our final thoughts, for me, like I said, this is a definite game. This is a lot of fun. I, I always enjoyed the Gears games. And then I saw this account on Game Pass. I was like, screw it. I'm going to make my co-host join me. And I forced you guys to play with me. And it it's just a lot of fun to play with your friends. 
I, I do kind of agree with you guys. It's maybe not as fun to play by yourself. Even the campaign, because I got spoiled playing with you guys. But I still think playing the campaign by yourself is, is a lot of fun. And I really enjoyed the story and the characters with this. And the story actually gets really kind of dark in this one. Even though it has like these really kind of light moments in it. But the story in this game I thought was really good. I absolutely loved the set pieces of this game. And it felt a bit more open world. Which was really cool. And they added like side quests you could do in the missions. So it was a lot of fun. I, I really highly recommend it. The all the new game all the game modes are a lot of fun. I really enjoyed the skate mode. Horde mode I always think is a delight. And for once, I actually enjoyed the versus mode. So this is a definite game for me. I think it's a lot of fun and I, I give it a, a ninety. I don't know what to say, I guess, because you just praised the heck out of it. Are you gonna cry? So I I am. Or <laughs> stifling a yawn. I couldn't tell. Shh. <laughs> Liz, don't tell people. Sorry, he might have put me to sleep a little bit. But yeah, the effect on people. But really, I will say, like, this game is beautiful. It it really truly shows off what like what you were saying earlier that if you've got the 4K graphics, if you've got the Xbox X, this game is beautiful. And I actually was running it on my monitor that doesn't do HDR for whatever it's worth. If there's any AV people out there, it is still looks just amazing. Yeah. Um. So. It really, it's it's a great game. I don't really have anything bad to say about it. All I know is I just didn't really like it at the same time, which is why I said it's kind of a weird game, not game for me. But as an overall score, I, I can't give it less than an 80. And that's what I'm going to stick with. I had trouble thinking of a score because I was thinking about what this game deserves and then also kind of like my own personal thoughts on it. And I actually agree with Andrew with 90. Um... Which, like I said, it's kind, of, it's kind of weird because I wouldn't want to play this game by myself. But just like the characters, the weapons, the enjoyability. Um, and there's something that like we didn't want to go into too much because we don't want to spoil anything. But I do hate when games make you make a very tough decision at the end, which is going to happen in this game. What was the other game that, that did that, that we played? Um, Banner Saga? Yeah, yeah, I think so. That was what came to mind. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like that. So <laughs> I kind of spoiled it. But yeah, you make a big decision. Jeez, <laughs> oh, somebody died. Andrew can cut Spoiler. this out. I was like, I just realized. I was like, you're still telling them. Um, <laughs> oh my word! You didn't. Smooth. You didn't say anything. Hey, no one knows. You yeah. You, you make us People usually tune us out at this point. Yeah, I guess. that's true. <laughs> So yeah, I'm going to give it a 90. And then looking at the Metascore, uh, critics 85, users 8.6, which is in the middle of all of us. Yeah. So, I mean, I think they're right. And then <laughs> I think one thing that people were complaining so about. So everybody's so happy. People's opinions are right. <laughs> That's easy. The majority of people all agree with this game about like how good it is. But there was, I think like one of the big complaints um, that I saw was server issues and things like that which is always typical for a game when it first launches i mean i haven't had any i know i did at first like when we we're trying to connect with each other but since we've played i don't think i've seen it anymore yeah there was just there's so many um 10 out of 10s that like i was going through them and it was like hard to find the negative reviews so i mean i'd say that this game i mean i think it's you guys should play it <laughs> do it <laughs> way to sell them good job i'm just yeah. <laughs> But anyway, I think that's going to do it for us. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, like I said, we have seen a lot of growth. Please come join us. You know, we'd love to play some games with you. We're even talk video games. 
heck, if you guys have a recommendation that you want us to, uh, a game you want us to play, you know, come uh, send us an email or hit us up. You can uh, email us at gamepassgrabbag at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Twitter at gpgbpod. You know, because Keith is, is in charge of our Twitter. And, you know, how's that Twitter going, Keith? It's Twitter. All right. Or you can follow us on Facebook at Game Pass Grab Bag. I have been your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. You can follow me on Xbox Live at Firebird01952, which I'm always looking for followers because I love having uh, some challenge with achievements, which I already got. Uh, one of our fans is always in a head-to-head battle, but luckily I pulled off the September win. Booyah. Just barely. You need to, you need to keep at it. <laughs> He, be, he almost snuck right by you. I don't know. It's going to be more difficult now because now we have a baby. <laughs> Which, I don't know if you guys can hear in the background, but yes, we now have a baby. But anywho's, <laughs> come follow me on Xbox Live. I'm also in the mix of the same name. So, yeah, come by anytime and say hi. I'd love to play games with you guys. Yeah, and I'm still Keith. Oh. <laughs> I have a cat, but I don't have a baby. Uh, I still have a cat, though. If yeah, you don't ever hear that. You can still hear that in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who can you hear more, the baby or the cat? <laughs> My cat thick, though. Anywho, if you're still listening, my Twitter is KeithLynch121, and my my Xbox is a little fluffy, and so is my mixer, because you're probably not listening, so who cares? Hey, Liz, your turn. And I've been Liz the Noob, Gamertag, come on, I'm Dean, and you can follow me on Twitter, at Liz the Noob. Right, oh, Noob is EW. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. No, you have to say that. You say that every time, so I'm glad you did. Well, no, because there is a Liz the Noob spelt like the that... traditional way. And uh, that's so awesome. I couldn't have that. You should friend her and be like, it... hey, sister. <laughs> I think you guys need to be BFFs, but also, it, that's your catchphrase, by the way. Which is sad, <laughs> but it's the like. Noob from I, the EW. I don't want this poor girl to have people being like, hey. I like your podcast. <laughs> How many people are following you when you Zero. say Liz the Noob with EW? I post too many cat pictures and stuff. It's literally just like Yeah, just everyone like was going to harass stuff. her. You, you've done your good deed for for the day, Liz. You refused to stream, so like you can't post clips. But anyway, that's going to do it for this week. Thank you all so much Wait, for listening. Do you guys even follow me? <laughs> I don't think so. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.